When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. Where are you, Auburn fans? Welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion, part of the E2C Network. I'm AJ Richardson, and I also brought along Jerry Davis. It's time to talk about the Alabama State football team and how they're going to match up against Auburn. After Auburn's now 1-0 against Akron, we're heading into our second game. And uh, under this Brian Harson era, it's starting off good. Uh, we're looking to continue that, start building uh, just a full package of offensive plays and be able to you know, drive down the field, defense being kind of what it did against Akron. But excited to see what Auburn's about to do against Alabama State. Um, probably a lot more excited about this game, just seeing what we did against Akron um, than I probably was before. But – Jared, how are you doing? How, how are you kind of looking at this Alabama State <laughs> game coming up for us? Uh, I was looking at the – I think I had us winning by 32. Um, I'm, I'm going to be increasing that. So, <laughs> yeah, after the uh, – if you listen to the, the post-game Akron, I'm pretty high on the team right now and trying to be level-headed about it. I'm not saying we're going to win a national championship, but we exceeded my expectation in every offensive aspect. And we equaled my defensive expectation, which was pretty high. So um, I don't. I think Alabama State is, you know, no offense to them, but on paper they they are a lesser team even than Akron. And so yeah, I, I predict good things for Auburn this weekend. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think this. I mean, I, I think this is another building block game where, especially on offense, you're you're you have a new system. You're trying to build out your playbook. And and this is a good game to start, you know, maybe testing some stuff out, um, and not necessarily opening up the playbook, but testing things out in a you know good way that I feel like you can get away with some of, uh, against an Alabama State, even if it goes wrong, it's not going to be the end of the world. And then come you know Penn State or an LSU or a Georgia, th- those games you're the players have you know, done this play before. And, and I feel like that's going to be key um, is, you know, getting the guys more reps um, with certain plays and real game scenarios, not just, you know, practice against your own team. It, it's real live games. Um, and I feel like the, this Alabama state game is going to be another good one for that. Um, the Alabama state game is going to be at 11 central time. Uh, it's going to be in Jordan hair. This one is, and, and I'm happy to say this, it's actually going to be on TV. You don't have to download the ESPN app or the ESPN Plus subscriptions for anything. It is on SEC Network. Um, so I, I think more people will be able to see it now. Um, and if you didn't get to see the first game against Akron, go look at some hot highlights. You're going to get super pumped, and you're going to want to watch this Auburn team against Alabama State. Um, this is a fun one. Um, just to, you know, I feel like 
I, yeah, like I said, I wasn't excited about Alabama State, but I'm excited to see what Brian Harson and Bobo continue to kind of like cook up and see what they can do on offense. Um, uh, any any other kind of thoughts about what you're expecting out of this uh, Alabama State game? Yeah, let me touch on one thing about the uh, TV piece. I had to help several people figure out the uh, game this weekend, including <laughs> my dad. Um, so I do want to tell everybody real quick, I, I believe I looked and saw where the replay will be uh, uh, Monday night, uh, which, which I, y'all, I don't know when y'all are listening to this, so this may be too late, but Monday night at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, I believe. So uh, if anybody did not get to see the game. But as far as the um, – Alabama State game, I mean, uh, you know, I, I think it's probably a very similar score. I, I can't believe I'm saying it. I think we probably put up 60 on them again and not them again, but put up 60 again. And really, I think it's going to be um, with the fact that, I mean, our, with the Hunter, the running back, I think when we start putting TJ and him in, I think he's just that good where he's going to score points, even if Harson's not really wanting to, but you can't just take a <laughs> knee, you know, All I mean, right. we're going to run an offense. You got to run an offense. So um, I think it's going to be comfortably in hand by halftime, very similar where Harson will have the option, at least do I even need to bring Bo back out in the third quarter, um, whether he does or not, it's up to him. But I think in the end, I think we probably win like 60 to 10, honestly. So same score prediction as what we just had. I like it. <laughs> yeah i mean i could absolutely see it and and i think with the way auburn plays and, and it's not like we're trying to run up a score it's just our our offense against akron and i i believe we'll probably be able to do a lot of similar stuff against alabama state is just we're gonna show that we can do everything we're gonna you know, have the short passes we're gonna run the ball at the middle we're gonna you know pass it out to shivers on the out uh, you know the outside of the um the hashes and let him kind of run in the open field i mean it's gonna like we're gonna i, I think one thing that i i definitely want to look towards especially on offense is seeing if we can uh you know start to establish especially on the wide receiver core consistent like the, you were, those are going to be our go-to guys um especially long ball like the big bomb we had a couple of those against akron but i want to see if we can consistently find those guys. Um, and if so, I mean, that that's kind of one of the big missing pieces for me um, on offense. Um, I think right now, I mean, look, we can just go into our score predictions. You already predicted we're going to win by 50. I predicted us by 42. I think it's probably more than that. I'm going to go ahead and bump it up to 49 just because I think our team has the, the capability to just put up that many points, even if, like you said, we're throwing in TJ Finley in the third quarter and we've got our third and fourth string running back in there, I still think we score some points. I think we're 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 building the chemistry on offense that is much needed. Um, Jared, one of the, I was just thinking about this. So you know, under like a Gus Melzon offense, and, and I loved Gus Melzon's offense when it was you know the hurry up no huddle like you know, prime time, like 2013, 20, like 14, like that was prime time. Gus Miles on even some in 2017, ultimately. Um, but the, the, one of the key things was, you know, it took about four, four, I don't know, four or five games before the offense found its identity. Do you think Auburn's found its identity on offense already? Um, 
is that even possible in the first after the first game? <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's found its identity. I, I think I think it. Um, I think the coaches knew, and I'm not knocking Gus, but I think the coaches knew, and so they prepared their team into that identity of it's going to be balanced, it's going to be run, it's going to be some short passes, it's going to be mixing in some deep balls. Um, it's not going to be one thing. It's going to be a lot of things, and we're just going to do them really well. And, you know, short of the deep bomb, everything else is kind of basic. But if you do it really well, you score 60 points. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you go back and look, uh, I don't mean to keep talking about the old coaches, but if you go back and look, there were two, maybe three drives that would have stalled out last year. Without a doubt, I think they would have stalled out um, because the play calling would not have been the dump to, you know, the tight end or or get or, or do a, a seven-yard, you know, curl route when you only needed six to keep a drive alive. That wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. So, I think they have a good identity. Um, now, the reality is, are we good enough to beat the Georgias and the Alabamas? I, I, I don't know right now. But at the end of the day, we do have an identity. Let's keep fine-tuning that. Um, so, yeah, I think we know. I think this is who we're going to be. And I think that it's pretty cool to see it not taking several games into a, into a season. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when when – Bo Nix was comfortable. Every everybody on offense just seemed to know what they were doing, and I mean that that just felt so good. I mean, it kind of gave me like uh, if you remember back to what was it like the Music City Bowl where Auburn beat Purdue back in like 2018. Like, just felt like we knew what we were. We we got out on the field and we had a great game plan, and everything worked exactly as planned. Kind of felt like that. Um, and that's a really cool thing to see for a first game. Um, and, and that's got to carry into this Alabama State game is the confidence level on offense. And then also on defense, you know, transitioning from a Kevin Steele defense to Derek Mason's defense, which has some similarities, but it's also got a lot of differences. I mean, one of the things that I know they were kind of transitioning to was different formations that we didn't have before. Um, and so learning those, knowing what you're supposed to be doing, it's, it's gotta be a change that players are kind of still adjusting to, but they they've adjusted to pretty well. And I feel like that's a really cool thing to see first game. Um, and I think that's going to carry over into this Alabama state game and then ultimately into the bigger games, like the third one against Penn state, when you play Penn state, you got to have a good game plan and you're going into probably of the rowdiest, you know, stadium that you've been in in over two years. So you you're gonna have to be ready um and know what you're supposed to be doing when you can't hear your teammate that's two feet away from you. So that's gonna be key for me is to see how we build on this. Um especially I feel like Penn State's gonna be our big first test um to see is the offensive identity really there and also can the defense prove itself again and again i i'm leaning towards yes because i just know how much talent is on the defensive side of the ball um and i hope to to see that come to fruition um jared let's get into some of our players to watch we're going to do similar format as last year uh we're going to talk about offensive player to watch defensive player to watch and special teams player to watch for auburn um let's start with offense 
Jared, who are you going to be watching on offense for this Auburn versus Alabama State game? I'm going to watch Robertson. Um, I talked in the last podcast. I think he's got the most upside on the receiving core. And I know that Shedrick kind of got the bulk of the catches, him and Kobe. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to see Robertson. I want to see, do we now, is he now more comfortable to where we can give him more of a, a bigger role? Because mm-hmm. I do think he has some of the more natural ability. And so let's see what, what he winds up doing. So I'll keep an eye on him. Um, who do you th- Who are you thinking about on offense? Okay, so I think on I, – I just have a feeling – Tank and Strivers, they're going to do their thing, play well. I'm really going to be watching Jarquez Hunter um, because we saw, I mean, his opening rush against um, Akron was incredible. It was like a 24-yard or something like that run, untouched, found the hole, um, showed how quick he was. Um, but I feel like I want to see more of him. I want to see kind of the the a little bit more well-rounded back and see what he can do. Um, and I think this Alabama State game is probably one where he's going to get even more carries, um, which I, I would love to see some more carries for him. Um, let's transition over to defense. Who's your player to watch for defense for this game? Probably T.D. Moultrie. I mean, he came in, we've heard every, we've heard every season about, you know, how he's improving and this and that. Um, but he actually showed it. And, again, it, it was Akron, but he actually showed it, you know, Last Saturday, I think he had seven tackles and three tackles for loss. I mean, you know, if he, if we can get anything similar to that week in and week out from him, that's going to be huge for the defense. So um, uh, he, he's 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 the guy I'm going to be keeping an eye on. That's a good one. And, and I, I kind of been – I mean, we've been hearing over and over, this guy's finally, you know, finding his, his role and, you know, kind of taking off. And this was – very evident. I mean, to get three tackle for losses, like you're you're getting penetration and you're getting to the running back, quarterback. I mean, you're doing what you need to. Um, and so I think that's a really good one. Um, I'm gonna actually be looking at uh Owen Papo and and not just because I know he can do well, but he only had four tackles last game, which I think I mean, if I'm looking at a lot of these stats, a lot of these guys were defensive linemen that were kind of at the top of the list. Zacoby McClain was out there, but I was kind of expecting a few more tackles from Papo. Um, so I want to see him kind of, you know, reestablish himself at the top of of this defense with tackles, um, finding the places, um, you know, to shoot the gap. I mean, there was one time, I think Owen Papo last game, almost got a – he had a linebacker's uh, blitz he almost got to the quarterback. The quarterback side stepped him, uh, missed it. But like, I want to see him blitz and get a good sack. Like, man, that's going to get me so pumped if if he's able to get one. I agree. Uh, with, I agree with you on that. Let's talk about special teams. Who are you going to be watching for this Alabama State game on special teams? Uh, probably the whoever our punter is. It was Oscar last last mm-hmm. week. Um, yeah. Me not necessarily. I don't think they will see a lot of action in this game, but they will probably get on the field. And when you get into games like Penn State and LSU and all that, field position is going to be huge. So um, I think we need to see if we can get a little consistency there. And so yeah, that's going to be uh, that'll be the the 
probably the the main person or group I will be keeping my eye on. Yeah. What are you? Who are you thinking about? Yeah, I was already kind of thinking something with the punting game, um, but since you already took that one, I, I think another good place to look is the punt returners. So either Demetrius Robertson or Javarius Johnson. Uh, I think both guys can be very explosive. I mean, Demetrius Robertson last game had an explosive return. I mean, this may be a game where they get a lot of punt returns. And if that's possible, I I kind of hope we break at least one just for fun, just to to do it. Um, And I don't know, that would be a lot of fun to watch. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Jared, let's switch over to our final segment for this show. Um, This is probably my favorite segment just because there's there's a lot of things that go on in the SEC. And so this segment on an Auburn fan perspective of the SEC is it, just a lot of fun, especially when a lot of teams are playing and a lot of SEC teams are doing well. But then there's a lot of them that are just not living up to the hype um, and the expectations that, that they have for them. So let's kind of talk through some of these. We're going to talk through – a handful of the kind of more interesting ones, but a lot of the more boring ones like Tennessee being Bowling Green. Okay, good job. Uh, Kentucky beating Louisiana Monroe. Okay, good job. <laughs> Arkansas beating Rice. You, you kind of get the story. Like they're, they're, they're kind of like Auburn's game where, yeah, you should beat them. But let's talk about some of the more interesting ones like South Carolina beating Eastern Illinois 46-0. to zero. Okay, South Carolina back? Maybe. I don't know. But I think the more interesting thing is they had a graduate. I don't know if you saw this, Jared, but their quarterback, South Carolina's quarterback, is a graduate assistant. Are you kidding me? Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's a cool story for him. If it was your team, you'd be like, what is going on? Like, could you imagine if Ooh. the starting quarterback, and it may all work out and not knocking it, but if, if, if Harson came out and said, yeah, uh, grad assistant's going to be our starting quarterback game one. Like, I, I think the they would have to cancel class. I mean. Whew. There would be an uproar. 
Like, yes. Uh, let's. I mean, Auburn's been in some weird spots before, but never have we ever had to, you know, dip into like a graduate assistant and be like, all right, yeah, that's going to be our quarterback. I mean, I heard a story like he didn't even work out with the team. He kind of did his own workouts and he, he, he was just like, yeah, I just did my own thing. Are you kidding me? Isn't that weird? I don't know. It's weird. It's hey, may go on to win the Heisman. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, that, but as of right now, that is that's a very weird story. Yeah. Um, a couple other games that happened, and this was you know one of the prime time games was Bama versus uh, Miami, who was fourteen at the time. I don't think they're going to be ranked uh, after that performance. Yeah, it's Bama, but Miami looked inept, especially on offense, um, which is sad to say because like. Rhett Lashley, you know, Auburn's previous offensive coordinator was was there. Um, it just looked like Miami wasn't able to do much. Um, I know Bama's really good, but, man, that, that just didn't look too good for Miami. Um, and, man, Bama looked like – it almost looked like Bama had been playing already five or six games, knew exactly what they were doing. And Miami was – this was their first game. It, it looked like they were not playing together well. So it's yeah, that that that's one of those games I, I quickly was just like, are you kidding me? This is not entertaining. It's a typical Alabama game, just running up the score, and the other team has zero chance at it. And I feel like those kind of games are pretty boring, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah, it was it was not fun to watch. And really uh, the 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 Lashley offense, which is the Gus offense, is predicated on being able to run the ball. And they could not do it. They went away from it too soon, in my opinion, as well. And they did not use the mobility of their quarterback, which is one of his best features. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think Miami was unfortunately probably beaten when they got off the bus, which happens a lot when you play Bama. And, um, yeah, I agree. Bama Bama definitely looked number one like they had not missed a beat, unfortunately. But, uh, hey, we got a lot of time to, to get ready for that later on in the season. But, yeah, they, they looked really good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's also talk about another game, which, uh, this is kind of what I was alluding to, like teams not living up to what they're supposed to be. LSU number 16 lost to UCLA. Who's unranked. Yeah, I know it's preseason, whatever, but LSU's talent level, I feel like is pretty darn good almost every year. And to lose to UCLA, man, like <sighs> I had a gut feeling LSU was not going to be that great this year again. And man, they they're gonna have to have a massive comeback this season if they're they're gonna make any kind of semblance of a good team. I mean, I mean, I, I'm just keep kind of going back to you know their national championship year with Joe Burrow and their you know, passing coordinator Joe Brady. Like the magical combination of those was was really good. But now I'm just like Coach O. Is is Coach O going to make it, or is this going to be kind of like you know Auburn situation with Chiswick and you know Cam Newton, and then a couple of years later it all kind of fall apart real quickly? Do you, do you even do you think that's even possible in the cards for LSU? Yeah, r- real quick, I uh, I'm going to pat myself on the back on this. I watched UCLA play a little bit the week before, and I started chatting with my buddies, and I said, "Is it possible they beat LSU?" And b- before by the time the game came around, I said I, I predicted it, and I got it in writing. I said UCLA is going to beat LSU. Um, I, I didn't buy the LSU hype, to be honest with you. I mean, they went five and five last year. 
you know, I think they found a quarterback towards the end of the year. They thought they did at least, but just didn't buy the hype. I think Ed Orgeron is what he is. It's not a knock on him. He's a much better football coach than I am. He's always been an average football coach. And he he kind of caught lightning in a bottle, and kudos to him for bringing in Joe Brady, getting Joe Burrow there, and keeping that Louisiana talent home. But he caught lightning in a bottle in 2019. I don't think that he is not the next Nick Saban. They're not going to consistently year in and year out be good. I mean, they're going to be good. They're not going to be great. I, I, I think they're very similar to Auburn. I hate to say that to Auburn fans, too. I, they have up and down years. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be – you know, they gotta they gotta rely on a really good quarterback play to win, whereas some schools like Bama and Ohio State just roll anybody out there and keep moving. Most schools need great quarterback play, and they did not get that. And um I I could see it being a I I could see us finishing ahead of them in the West, which would surprise a lot of people at the beginning of the season. I'm not saying it'll happen, but I could I I would not be surprised if it did now. I mean yeah, it would not shock me. I mean I think Auburn after a few games there I mean I, I've had my own reservations we played Akron I know we played Akron. I know yeah I know we played Akron I get all that I'm not saying it's going to but if you before the season I said probably not ahead of them now if you said oh you finished the year ahead of LSU I said oh okay not surprising right exactly um and I think a lot of that has to do with this offense for Auburn kind of already showing some semblance of an identity along with the defense that's already, you know, they look so good. Um, and so you're, you're thinking the combination of both of those is going to win you some games. Um, when, if you told me that before some of the season, I'd be like, wow, something started to click. Um, and I really hope you know, we continue to game in and game out kind of prove that we, we know what we're doing um, on offense, particularly. Um, let's talk about the another crazy loss. <laughs> so Vandy ended up losing to a directional school, Eastern Tennessee State University. <laughs> and, and they didn't just lose it like a little bit. They lost it by a lot, or as my dad says, a lot of it. So <laughs> they lost it 23 to three. <laughs> what? Vandy only puts That's three points up against a directional school. <laughs> it's bad. That's not good. <laughs> bad. Yeah. That's that's not good, man. They're uh, they they got years where they give people fits. This is not going to be one of those years. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's get on to some like more. I don't know better games. So Mississippi State, and and this one is slightly better. They they actually coming into the fourth quarter were down by twenty points to, and I've been leaving this part off. Louisiana Tech. Um. Mississippi State should be. Louisiana Tech, I'd say nine times out of ten, and maybe even ten times out of ten, honestly. But they were trailing by twenty points, had to make an insane comeback, and barely, barely, just barely beat Louisiana Tech. Um, yeah, I'm not as scared of Mississippi State anymore because, I mean, they. I heard the stats under Mike Leach. Their second year is always so much better on offense. I have not seen that. I, I. It hasn't happened yet. Um, so until it happens, I'm, I, I think we dominate Mississippi State um, when we play them later this season. Um, another one, and this was kind of one of our the, the game going on alongside Auburn's game was the Georgia versus Clemson game. Now this one, 
I, I saw the memes going around. They were all like, so is this like the Auburn versus Mississippi State game from what was it like <laughs> the two thousands? Like yeah. so like- boring. Like defensive, like both teams very defensive. Just from a viewing perspective, I love the defense. I'm a defensive person, played defense in high school, but I I just couldn't get into it. I mean, I was kind of watching both games at the same time of Auburn and Georgia versus Clemson. I was like, man, this is not a fun game to watch. Um, and man, <laughs> to finish the game 10 to 3. That is not the way I feel like most people would have predicted that game to go. I mean, that is just that is just not great. <laughs> but hey, yeah. props to the defense. Defense did great. So, uh, some somebody <laughs> this is somebody tweeted. They said, I, "I hope Clemson flew to the game because I would like for them to have at least one touchdown this weekend." <laughs> oh no! Oh, that's that's a, that's a dad joke for you. That's a that's a that's a dad joke. I mean, the only <laughs> touchdown was the the only touchdown was a pick six. I mean, that was it. So yeah. I didn't watch the game much because it was when ours was on. But um, yeah, I mean, I you know you never know in these games. Was it great defense or was it mediocre offense? I mean, we we've had a few of those games with Clemson uh, when we were playing them, and it was at the time definitely mediocre offense. So uh, for us, so I don't know. We'll see. Only time will tell. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what the crazy thing is? Like I was thinking about, you know, if you put, you know, Bama's offense against either Georgia or Clemson that first game, I think Bama would have put up. And and this is kind of showing you, yeah, I think they're off that their defenses for Georgia and Clemson are really good. But I think Bama, if they're playing either of them, would have put up 40 points. And and I think and the reason I, I say that is I didn't see anything in Georgia's offense that scared me. I didn't see anything in Clemson's offense that scared me. Um, now they, they have, you know, 11 more games in their season to figure out their offenses, but game one didn't scare me, um, of, of anything that I saw. Nobody, uh, on our, I'll, I'll end with this. nobody on our raw, nobody on our schedule of the games I saw, nobody scared me except for Bama, but, uh, that doesn't mean we win the game, but nobody, I, I didn't look at anybody and say, Ooh, that's not happening. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I did. I did look at Bama and say that, unfortunately, but <laughs> nobody else. Um, I did want to kind of give a couple more honorable mentions. I know they're not SEC, so it, you know, it doesn't necessarily fit into the segment. But I did want to, you know, at least talk about UCF pretty much making a huge comeback. Um, it's twenty point comeback over Boise State. Um, Gus, you know, he got his team moving and made that twenty point comeback. So, congrats to him and the UCF uh, Knights. Um, another one that I wanted to mention, and this is because Auburn's playing Penn State in a couple weeks, was uh, Penn State versus Wisconsin. This was another one of those. Both defenses were kind of just like holding everybody. It was kind of a classic like 16 to 10 game, which is such an odd score um, for a, a modern football game in 2021. But okay. <laughs> um, I did want to kind of note that Penn State's kicker missed a 23-yarder. Um, I mean, I was giving Anders a little bit of crap for missing a PAT, but at least he didn't miss a 23-yard field goal. I mean, come on, come on. Um, but Jared, did you watch any of that Penn State versus Wisconsin game and get anything from that? Yeah, I mean, uh, Penn State was not able to run the ball. Now, keep in mind, Wisconsin is known for pretty good defense, so it's hard to always hard to say after one game. But Penn State couldn't run the ball. 
and really, you know, didn't have a lot going in the passing game. They just, you know, had a few big plays in the second half that, you know, kind of allowed them to get just enough points. But um, they did not scare me at all. Now, again, I'm not saying we're going to go up there and win. Um, but looking at them in that game, I, there was nothing to where I was like, oh, we can't, you know, there's no way we're going to stop th- this player or that player. Um, so it should be a good matchup. And I think at the end of the day, they're going to, they're going to get, they're going to work some things out. They got some players, so they're going to be better. But yeah, it was, it was pretty boring to watch if I'm being honest. I did watch most of that game because it was at, I think, 12 o'clock. Yeah, I mean, I think that game gave me a little bit more hope that Auburn could potentially go to Penn State and beat them. Because I think preseason, I think I had slated us as a loss. Um, but we'll see how, I, how, how when we get to the preview for that, how I'm feeling. But right now, I, I feel like there's definitely a swing towards Auburn's offense could put up a lot more points um, than Penn State's able to put up. Because Penn State's not able to run the ball and – barely puts up 16 points in a game, I think Auburn's got a good shot um, at, at winning. Um, Jared, before we get out of here, any other final thoughts uh, before we go? No, just excited uh, for the game coming up with Alabama State. Let's get in there, take care of business, and uh, get everybody, keep everybody healthy and COVID-free, and then get ready for Penn State. Yeah, I agree. Let's uh, get in there, get a win, develop even more um, of our playbook out and uh, get the guys comfortable um, offensively and defensively. Um, Jared, also before we get out of here, how can uh, people stay in touch with you? You can find me on Facebook under my name, Jared Davis. And uh, you can find me on Twitter A-J-A-Y, J-A-Y underscore. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.